BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-Roe hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? Awesome. And that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details hi i'm francis kelly and i'm angela v shelton we are frangela and welcome to the, the final word the final word with Frangela. The final word. 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 That's right. Here we are. Just what is it like? Fifty days? How many days left? This. Too many days are left. 
and they seem determined to make them as long as possible. Really quickly, we want to remind you that we have a sexy liberal virtual tour show what? coming up September 26th. You can go to sexyliberal.com, pick up the, uh, the link, and, you know, get off to sexy liberal land. That's right. You can see shows one through three if you haven't already seen them and get your tickets for show four and the happy hour or what do you call it? Not the happy hour, the uh, hangover brunch. Yes. And the next day and, and the, the VIP. VIP if their tickets still available. But the shows have been great. They're so much fun. They are every week better or every show better and better and just really cool guests and I know that you're going to have a great time. And yeah. It is a great time. Yes. And so if you want to go and get your politics rocks off, Come get them off at the Sexy Liberal. That's right. That's right. And we also want to remind you, you can become a friend on Patreon. Thank you so much to everybody who has become. A lot of people have signed up in the last couple of months. We truly, truly appreciate your support. We really appreciate it, as does Verizon, AT&T, my landlord, your landlord, everybody, everybody. would like to thank you yes, uh, yes. For, your, for your support and, and your love. And you get something back for your support. Do you know what you get? You get micro idiots and they're hysterical. It's three micro idiots a week and, and some, they write to you and stuff. It's totally fun. Yeah. Check and it out. Go to Cameo. You can get a specialized video from Frangela for a birthday, anniversary, Pep take a child go to sleep, whatever you need. Yes. And you can go to Frangela.com to get all your Frangela swag needs. Yeah, yes. you can do that. Shirts, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just to check in. Yeah. And make sure you check us out on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show on Fridays. Yes. Black Power Hour. And then you can also check out all the podcasts on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. And please do, because they're all amazing. Let's talk about Trump being visibly distressed over at the Atlantic story fallout. From the claims that he disparaged the military. Called them we, suckers and losers. As he as, always has. As he always, always has. has. You know what? This is what I don't understand. Let me let me let me let me tweak my mouth up to say this. You at the grave site of a man's son. You got the nerve. He's a fallen hero. Yo, 4F. Foot blistering ass. It's heel spurt. He's whatever, heel spurt. The, whatever the fuck is wrong with his feet. Well, it's bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Little Miss Healthy you, Heels. You, healthy Heels. <laughs> Over here. You little Miss. Know. I need you a t-shirt that says Little, little Miss, Miss Healthy, healthy Heels. heels. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So I think bitch, the He's lucky bitch. this was back then because I don't think the military has those kind of rules <laughs> no. anymore. I think now your heels can be a straight up raunchy mess, mess and they'll be like, you can still march. <laughs> They're not going to care. But back then they were like, mm. Mm, your heels, his heels might be. Plus his dad is wealthy, so he can't possibly, you Angela, know. Angela, what's a man without his heels? <laughs> what is a man without yeah. his heels? He's at a casual event. That's what I'm hearing. It's a casual event. Didn't require heels. Yeah, um, here's the thing. Trump, the, the problem that Trump has is Trump, as is usual, is the fact is that even if you are a supporter of Trump, what you know is he has said these things yes. openly. Yes. It is not surprising. You do believe it. And that's why you're not hearing pushback. No. You see pushback. We were just trying to verify a video yes. that Francis saw earlier today of Trump looking very doddering and confused. And there's different reporters, a uh, reporter alleging that this is a doctored video. Right. And so it's been pulled from Twitter. And so we were trying to figure out what's doctored, what isn't. But the truth is you don't see that happening around the issues of calling people losers because he's done it to, in front of all of us. Yeah. In fact, I don't understand why the people who support him aren't over the fact that he called them all stupid and then said, I like stupid people. Yeah. Like, I remember when he said that, yeah. I was like, 
Wow. Did you just totally, like, are you that stupid? Right. And so now he's launched this unprecedented attack on military leadership that he appointed. As is his way. It is his way. Okay. Then he decided to Don't let it be the fact that it was him who made it. That can't stop him from critiquing it. Exactly. Then he decided to hold a Labor Day news press conference. That was the craziest. Remember, I I called you and I was like, are you watching this? And you were like, yeah. And then at the same time, we both went, yeah, I turned away for a minute because it just went into crazy land. It went to crazy land. Just as aides believed that the story was quieting down, mm -mm, Trump accused top Pentagon military leaders of being beholden to defense contractors. That's right. Um, uh, These are his contracts. These are his contractors. He's the one, remember, bragging about sending a hundred, what is it, a hundred million dollars worth of stuff to Saudi Arabia? Yes, yes, yes. He they said that he had been privately upset that more than uh, more of the top brass at the Pentagon, Pentagon hadn't defended him in the wake of the Atlantic story, and uh, some saw that this was his response to that. But but I'm going to tell you, this is a person who I mean, did he you doesn't not understand. They're not supposed the to prince? respond at all. Here's the deal: the mil- the U.S. military, they're not supposed to be responding to anything political. Period. The fact that general mil- that he that they've already allowed themselves to be used and abused the way That's they right. have is bad enough. That's but they're right. not supposed to be doing that and they know that and that is why he keeps thinking that everybody is pledging fealty to him that the government works for him that all these people work for him see because mark esper the uh defense secretary mark esper already had his ass slapped for being out there posing with him during the first debacle that he tried to you know for um i don't understand At some point, this is what I want to know. Hmm. And I know if some of you do know. Some of you are, maybe even you go to bed every night with one of these people. And I don't mean to say it like that, like them. But if you know a Trump supporter well enough that you can just sass, if you can get them in a moment, you know, after you've been laughing for a while, talking about something else, get them vulnerable, get them quiet. Am I saying drug them? No. But maybe if they have a glass of Chardonnay. (laughs) I'm just saying. But get them and then just go, hey, off the record, I'll never hold it against you. I'll never bring it up again. Deep in the dark of night, do you think that he's a bad person? Do you? Th- what do you think of Trump, really? Like, this is what I want to know. Like, just tell me. I understand that you may like what you perceive as um, his platform, which seems to be oppression of black and brown people at any cost, including your own life, white people. But, um, like, I get that you may. But all that aside... Do you trust this man with your life, with the life of the people you lives of the people you care about? I, just, just, and you can still vote for him. I'm not, I I'm think, not going to hold you accountable. I just want to know. I think. Let me tell you something. Well, I believe. I think I know this answer. Mm-hmm. I believe that uh, many of them do trust him. And really? and, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I was thinking about this when I was in the bathroom earlier this morning. That's I, all you need to share that's about. That's all that. you're gonna get. <laughs> I was having a meeting with myself. Okay, that's again. <laughs> thinking i was like trump supporters uh uh, for me you can break them down into two buckets Mm -hmm. either bad people or idiots and i don't care and here's my problem then there's there's the bidiots they're both they're bidiots that who are both they're bad and i'm gonna tell you why angela 
I know that people want to look at people, a person who can go out in the world and earn millions of dollars and say, that person isn't an idiot. Yes, they can be an idiot. And also he didn't earn anything. But not, not Trump, no. but anybody who, who's earned, <laughs> right. who's, you, right. you go, there's a person who there gets along a, in the yes. world. There's and a false equivalency ex- between wealth and intelligence and wealth. Absolutely. And all, yeah, that is absolutely true. Absolutely. And I'm telling you. Because just because you have money doesn't mean you should be able to tell anybody else how to have it. That's right. But. Absolutely. And so for me, that there is a false equivalence for intelligence. And I look at those people and I go, these are people who need an authoritarian overlord. They need to have a, a God to tell them what to do, that their morality and issues, whatever their issues are, have to be directed. Okay. Do you think there's another category of Trump supporter? I'll go with you. I agree with the first two wholeheartedly. Idiots. And and bad, and, and bad people. people, and then bidiots. Yeah, you bidiots. know, um, so it's kind of three groups, or the Venn diagram is where bidiots, you know, the join yes, up, right? Yes. I think there are a quote greater good voter, and that voter is in denial of. Let me put it this way: that voter is. I'm going to go with like white evangelicals. That's what I call a bad person. Okay, but this thing, they don't. Nobody thinks of themselves as bad. No, right? but I do. Well, yeah, but let's just say: Do you think that there's a population of these voters who they know he's stupid? They know he inherited his money and he blew it. They know he's racist. But I've heard in my life tons of tons of people, white people who've been friends and family even say of other people, oh, he's a little bit racist. Or, oh, mm-hmm. he's got some issues around Jewish people. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's basically a good guy. I think that we're, what we're seeing is a shift, a cultural shift, hopefully, that lasts in white people's understanding of what racism and prejudice means and how we all carry it in our own hearts and we all have to work on ourselves. Right. But I look, do you think that there's this group of people who they say, I think abortion is the greatest evil. I, I think the way to stop abortion is to have judges appointed who can stop it. That we have all these prongs that we're trying to get to to stop what I think is the greatest evil. Yes, Trump is a liar. Yes, he's immoral. Yes, he doesn't really believe in God. Or, and, and, and he isn't a good Christian, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, all those things. But if he can do this, if he can stop what I consider to be this genocide of fetuses, of mm-hmm. unborn children, then the greater good... Because I believe that that's the argument that has been sold sure, to a lot sure. of people. You know, you know where, where I put that argument? Bad Most people... people. Into into yeah. idiots. Yeah. Oh, idiots. See, I, I put, see I put, more bad people. Yeah, I put because that it's, it's a level of idiots. hypocrisy that yes. I can't get down with. But I I do believe that um, sort of confirmation bias and um uh oh why why am I losing it when you hold cognitive dissonance the yes. ability to hold two contrary points of view in your head at once that's called stupid. It's rationalization. We yeah. we all engage in some level of it. Yeah. You know, somebody sitting there smoking a c- cigarette, complaining about um My other health. people other people not taking care of themselves. Yes. You know, it's it's we all have some level of it's a unique gift of the human brain if yeah. you will to to keep ourselves from thinking seeing ourselves maybe more accurately but i do think that there is this sliver of people who now as i say that i believe that sliver of people exists i also believe that they're in denial of their own prejudice that these are people who are in denial of their own inherent misogyny and racism and all that absolutely And, and i don't as i've said many times I don't care. Like, let me be clear. Yeah, of course. I love a. I love a. Uh, I'd like to buy the world a Coke. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I, I'm. I'm down with harmony, and I'm down with everybody's hearts being pure. But I also don't give a fuck. I care about policy, practice, and legislation. Yes. What I care about is it is that we don't have a white nationalist police force. Yeah. Which we clearly do have at this point in my and opinion. I, and here's the thing. That I care I, about that. This is what I. I am 
encouraged by is seeing these points of polling points going up of the average American be, having some more awareness about what racial strife and existence in this culture. Mm-hmm. That is good. That is, you know, like I see yes. that. I see people being, I don't care where you live or what's going on. I don't care what side of this you're on. You look out, you look at the news and you go, there's something afoot here. Yeah, there are it's, problems. And I will tell you that, you know, even in, in our own conversations with with personal friends, like friends I've had from most of my life. Like I have a friend who I was talking to him and I was like, look, I stopped telling you about what gets referred to as microaggressions. Exactly. But which are horrible aggressions. I stopped even telling m- most of the people I know, white friends, about them years ago because I got sick of being told that I was seeing it where it wasn't there or, or having them even subtly defend the person they don't know in this mm-hmm. in this story. Well, maybe that's not why. Well, maybe it was because of this or maybe it's because of that. Or it's like, maybe I'm the person you know in this story. Yeah. Maybe the person you should be defending is me. Maybe. <laughs> maybe a country that had slavery for centuries and, and, and legalized segregation to this day, you yeah. know? You know like, what? Maybe and- I'm not crazy when I point out racism, but I saying to that person in not telling you those things right. because of your reaction to them. Now you're waking up to George Floyd. You're waking up to Sandra Bland. You're waking up to Philandro Castile. You're waking up to all of these, all of these, and you're going to, to, to um, uh, all of these people, black people and black men and women being shot unarmed. And then you go, and I see it happen to them. I see it in real time. Them people go, Oh, wait a minute. I've actually known about this my whole life. Yeah. I've I've been hearing about this and I have not wanted to take it in. I haven't cared. Well, I haven't wanted to believe it because it's been easier for me to believe that there's a few, quote, bad apples, which again, the cliche people says the few bad apples spoil the bunch. Yeah. Why we all forget that that's the end of that. And that what that means, if there's a few bad cops, they're all bad cops. Yep. Like that's the problem. But I, I wonder if... And here's the deal. I was happy to see on one of the news, I think it was Chris Hayes the other day, somebody finally asked one, I think it was on Labor Day, because no, it wasn't Chris Hayes, it was the show before, it was when somebody was filling in for, um, I forget who it was, was filling in for um, Nicole Wallace. But they, um, oh, it was Kater. Um, and she said, she was talking to people about this. And I lost it. Oh. I just totally lost it. But yeah. Katie, she said something very interesting about it. Maybe I'll remember it in a minute. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I look at this this whole moment and I go, here we are. And uh, as Americans, you know, and I, I, I look at my white friends and I'm amazed. And we have close white friends. And I'm amazed that still we have white family. Yeah, we got white family, and but I'm gonna mean like close white friends who are who are like still like I didn't know it was this bad. Oh, it's horrible. It's exhausting. That that Doc Rivers tears. I was we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, I've I cried with him because you have like and everyone that you've seen. Um. Um. Charles Barkley, when he started yeah. crying, I was crying with him because it's like, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. It is exhausting. And putting up with people questioning interactions that you have over and over again as if you're crazy, as if you're making it up, when there's nothing but proof all around you. Because either you believe that white men are just better at everything. Yeah. And that's why they're the CEOs and all the cops and all the judges. Or you have to acknowledge that something's afoot. Yeah, that there's a system <laughs> like, because in place. Both of those things can't be true, right? And I, I get that when you're successful, and I've seen it, like, we've how many times have we seen people react oddly to, like, I'm thinking of another friend of ours whose uh, husband 
now at the time they were engaged, I believe, we're at dinner and we were talking, she brought up, for whatever reason, IQ, and she brought up my IQ. Mm -hmm. And he was, didn't like that. Yeah. Um, But this is a person who has, like, went to oh, one I know of, exactly uh, yes, who you're talking a about. premier university. Pro- yes, premier. Like, I mean, world-renowned premier. World yeah. I, I'm not even going to say what it is, but when I tell you it is, it is, there is no question. Yeah. That you, and this person has a huge advanced degree and a huge career. It's hugely successful and very smart, but unequivocally that you know that. Literally was pissed off by it and then started to try to act like, well, you can't know anything by IQ. I'm like, but it was cool when yours was higher. Yes. When you thought (laughs) yours was high. When you thought yours was the highest one at the table, you were down with it. Now, I didn't even participate in this conversation. I watched it between these, the couple. Yeah. Because she was a little tipsy. So she defended weirdly defended my it was weird but what i can tell you is it is we have wit this is not new for us but seeing people wake up to it and i i agree with you i think it is it is the good thing one of the very few yeah good things that i also had hoped to reach another way yeah but but this is where we're at and and I'm like that is good, and I see the people continuing to protest, and I see don't you know don't get it twisted. The minute any conversation that you start with me about the protesting and about Black Lives Matter, where you start with looting, I'm done with you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like I don't want to. I don't. I'm done with you. Absolutely. Okay, so now we're here. We are. This is what I don't understand. What's happening with what 25 million people who have truly truly like hard hit been hit by COVID e- economically right oh i can't tell you something hmm. you're one of them uh, i know yeah. i know i am <laughs> yeah. i am we are and um but here's my thing why aren't we not in the streets when they cut off our 600 bucks and now we're up to allowing Mitch McConnell to set the stage for a showdown for a stimulus vote with Democrats. Why is this one fucker in well. the way of millions of people being able to put food on the table. That is one of the many things on Angela's list of, if you watch the politician, um, Gwyneth Paltrow's character, Mm -hmm. she has her list of stupid shit in the Constitution that needs to change. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, this is one of the things that we need to change is this this, uh, rule slash, it's unclear to me that it's actually a rule, but it's a rule slash uh, normative or normalized behavior where the, the head of the majority party in the Senate gets to decide what bills get voted on is completely undemocratic and has to stop. It, it, it is, how can you stop the flow of, of government for one million? Person one and, person? And he's not the, and here's and, the thing, and, and it's the not thing. the president. See, this is the and thing. he's not the president of the, the United president States. The president has the power of veto. Mitch McConnell does not. No. So why, why, is we, why are we allowing this? Well, that I'm hoping with the election of so many more progressive candidates and getting, you know, some new blood in the Democratic Party and also making sure that we cement this, the Democrats control of, of Congress, we can address some of these uh, fault lines. Well, the Republicans, uh, you know, have been bickering for weeks over this bill and they introduced a one trillion dollar Republican plan that never came even came to the floor for a vote. It didn't even come to the floor, right. you guys. Well, after, yep. after all this bullshit, these people don't care about you. But but let me tell you something. But we can't find the billions, billions with a B in the PPP money that went out. But they want to they want to sit oh, there and tell the, yeah. you about the three hundred dollars that you might need. 
well, here's the deal. You know, when you ask why we aren't in the streets, I think people are in the streets, but there's just a lot to be in the streets for. And also, people have to take care of their kids and their family. They have to... I think that when I look at my day, and I am a person who... I don't have children. I have a puppy. Yeah. And an older dog who requires... He's a Actually, senior. more care than the puppy. Yes. He's a <laughs> but, um, but, you know, um, but... My day is really packed and I'm very, and so I get that people who are, everybody is caught up in, in, in trying, not caught up in, forced to deal with the realities of their life situations and, and sitting down and checking out what are my protest options um, isn't exactly something that everybody has the ability to do. But I think it's also about letting people know this is the best, the most important thing you can do with this time is make sure that everybody votes because the thing that we, if everybody votes, we win. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Um, Schumer and Pelosi say, uh, Repu- this is a quote, Republicans appear dead set on another bill which doesn't come close to addressing the problems and it's headed nowhere. If anyone doubts McConnell's true intent is anything but political, just look at the bill. This proposal is laid with poison pills Republicans know Democrats will never support. Uh, it, it is... Uh, That's the how bill, evil they are. Yeah. It's supposed to include aid for schools, small businesses, U.S. Postal Service, which I believe is a lie, an extension of jobless benefits at $300 a week, down from 600 in weekly benefits, which, you it's know, bullshit. every other country, the minimum that every other country is giving you, countries are giving you, is $800. It, the six hundred was really helpful, and but still should could have that been was more. the minimum. Yeah, minimum. and I think that the fact that they that they've cut that down and that the period here's where we're about to get hit. This period of time without any of it, this is where you're see you're going to see it. And yeah. we're already seeing. I've been walking around my neighborhood and I see people have started writing in chalk, which I would recommend doing. Writing in chalk on the sidewalk. Your friends at this address are being evicted. Like we have got to pull together because, as I told a friend of ours, they can't evict all of us. No. So pull together if you're in a building make a renters union yeah you know go around and talk to your neighbors and see if you can then peacefully negotiate with your landlord if at all possible and then if not then you've got to exercise in some legal social you know um protest and 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 do what you can but but let's be there for each other let's support each other let's show that we are communities that care about what happens to each other because you know we just had a friend come back from a very sad event but she was in austin texas and um she was saying that she's the evictions are rolling in texas and they're starting to hit and hurt mm-hmm. people. And we're about to see, everywhere. we're going to start seeing it nationally and to our friends. And you know what I asked, like I said last week, I asked on Facebook, I've been asking people, what are you seeing? Are you seeing people moving back? Well, and the food lines. Yes. I, and I'm, I think we need to stop calling it food insecurity and start calling it starving. Yeah. People are hungry. People are hungry. These are they bread don't have lines. Food. They're starving. They are bread lines. Don't get it twisted. They're this bread is, this lines. Is, this is a, and this it might get as bad as the Great Recession. It's as bad as the Depression. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. And and we don't have time for people. Once there's a cliff that once you go off it, there really is no, no getting back. back. Exactly. And, and we all those of us who know that we are we are treading water. You know, away from that, but we're not getting anywhere. Like somebody, uh, uh, you know, like we're doing the best we can, but the most you can kind of do, a lot of us can kind of do right now, is just not get worse. Well, you know, speaking of getting worse, Sturgis motorcycle rally oh, cost one, uh, cost twelve point two billion and estimated public, estimated and public health due to coronavirus spread. That's, That's right. Say it again. $12.2 billion and That is estimated what it is going to cost. Yeah, in public health. That's right, because the 80th annual rally 
it can be tied to more than 260,000 COVID-19 cases in the month since it took place in Sturgis, South Dakota, between August 7th and 16th. We just saw our de- the number of dead double. Yeah. It's going to do it again yes. before the end of this year. They're talking about close to half a million people dead before the end of this year. Yep. Half a million. When we already know that uh, how many, some people have said 90% of mm-hmm. these deaths could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. And I don't, what I do know is that this event and this so-called freedom of expression, you do not have the freedom to, to spread around a deadly disease. Yes. And here's the thing. The average cost of treating an individual who does not die, who doesn't die. And that's, this is an average. It's not as, even. Is a, 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 as a result of contracting the virus is $46,000. They basically pointed out uh, that that would be enough to pay each of the estimated 462,182 462, uh, rally attendees $26, over $26,000 not to attend. They could have paid each of those people $26,000 to not come, yeah. and it would have been Better. cheaper. And healthier. And healthier for everyone. Healthier. People, people wouldn't, wouldn't be dying. Because we, don't even, we haven't even gotten to it. And this is just estimates based on following people's cell phones. There are people who aren't in, in that, right. right? Who they aren't even following who were there. So that is what we're talking about. And this is what we talk about when we, in terms of this idea that selfishness and personal freedom have now become more important than that is not patriotism. No, or this specific so duty. Far from patriotism, I can't even get my mind around it. You know, it. And, and you know, I was I was telling uh, Angela and our friend last night. My kid goes back to school. She says she's waiting to hear. You know, like everybody's talking about what they did this summer, right? She's waiting to hear everybody talk about how they were stuck at home. It's COVID. It sucks. Blah blah blah. Kids steadily going. I visited three friends, uh, three family members in three different states i wouldn't did this we wouldn't did this we wouldn't did this we like, traveled you're why here. we're not going to school yeah you're why you're why we're we're trying to figure out how to distance learn and my kid goes it made me feel like i was crazy like we're crazy like something's no, because wrong we've been with on a lockdown. us yes and i mean tell you, we're continuing it because we all have comorbidities yes. you know what i mean and like and it's like if one of us gets sick in our little community we all will. So, but this is the thing. When you think about how much people get upset about spending money on on things that they perceive as being not worth it, yeah. right? Or on, you got people who don't want to spend, what is it? It's less than a penny out of every tax dollar you spend or out of all of your tax dollars goes to the arts, less than a penny, but right. people get really upset about it. But you'll spend this amount of money, billions for the Sturgis motorcycle rally? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Because you know why? That was a good use of resources? Because Trump. Yeah, because Like, Trump would Trump. ever be caught on a motorcycle. It would mess up his hair. <laughs> He's not wearing that helmet or riding without one. You know, you're absolutely right, Angela. I'm absolutely right. right. But you know what? Hmm. Sometimes it's good to take a step back mm. and to, to realize, you know what? It's been more than 75 years since many, many courageous soldiers, maybe even your grandparents, left home to fight for the highest possible purpose. And you can explore the new collection of untold stories from World War II now at Ancestry, okay? Let me tell you about Ancestry.com. My grandfather fought in World War II, and I am excited 
about looking up more stories from that period of time. The skill and the bravery of the Tuskegee Airmen, an all-African-American squad of fighter pilots, the incredible women who trained to become pilots and mechanics, the Japanese-American battalion that became one of America's most decorated units despite being discriminated against and put into camps as Japanese-Americans at the time. In honor of the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II, Ancestry has just released a U.S. draft card collection from World War II. With over 36 million draft cards completed by fighting age men in the United States across the country during that time, whether they ended up serving or not. That's right. So you can look up in there, and I bet you you can find somebody you related to. That's right. Yes. Find and honor your ancestors who served in World War II. Discover the untold stories of the men and women who faced World War II with dignity and courage. Discover your untold stories and more. Head to our URL at Ancestry.com slash liberal to start discovering your story today. That's Ancestry.com slash liberal. It's fun, and it's fun for the whole family. You'll have a great time. Yes. You know what else, Angela? What, Francis? Bacteria and viruses live everywhere. Your phone, earbuds, car keys, groceries, packages, wallet, even your face mask. Sanitizing these items is an important part of staying healthy and safe, but can also mean using harmful chemicals that constantly need to be replaced. The Clean Phone line of products changes all that. The Clean Phone brand offers a full range of sanitizing products that use ultraviolet light. Right. This is the same technology used to sanitize hospital rooms and medical equipment. The Clean Phone products have been tested by independent laboratories and provide the best quality UV sanitizing for every need. The Clean Phone is a device designed for phones and household items. It even works as a wireless charger for your cell phone. And now... Add the new Clean Phone Wand, a portable handheld unit that can go anywhere and be used to sanitize tablets, computers, packages, groceries, and more. That's right. Go to the NewDealShop.com to select the right Clean Phone products for you. Get free FedEx two-day shipping and as an added bonus, get 10% off FDA-authorized respirator face masks. Go to the NewDealShop.com now. That's Free FedEx two-day shipping and a bonus 10% off FDA-authorized respirator face mask at the NewDealShop.com. Go there now. Do it. Do it. Oh, do it. Now, um, Michael Cohen's new book. Yes, which Lord. We're recording on Tuesday. I believe he's on Maddow tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I would be watching anyway, but yes. I'm watching with a pen and paper. Totally. Taking well, notes. Well, one of the things Michael Cohen's book says is that Trump held, quote, low opinions of all black folks. Not just some. What? Not You're... one or two, but all black folks. Why didn't you warn me, Francis? Well, I was sitting here. I, I just, I might have fallen out from the shock. I didn't want you to be shock. shocked. I'm going to tell you the thing that I have found um, there have what kills what I find interesting about the Michael Cohen book is that not only are there new things, but the new things are actually shocking to me. For example, for me, and I don't know for you, my big shocking one, the most shocking one is the fake Obama role play cosplay. Well, you know what? There's video of this. This happened. Yes. This is not a question. This absolutely happened. He has the receipt, the video. I'm going to tell you, uh, it's so the secret. It is so, it is deep. It is, it's a level of occultism for me. Yeah. That is, is, it's, it's, it's magical thinking. It's up there with Nazism. Well, he's so obsessed with uh, President Obama, Mr. Cohen wrote in his book, that uh, the book describes Mr. Trump hiring a faux Obama, a fake Obama, and whoever this is, they show a picture of him. Oh! We got to find that bitch! He looks 
a lot like the guy who was on oh gosh i on mad tv i think it was oh, Matt C- no, Matt no, no, C- no 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 um but oh that guy you know oh, i'm not talking orlando not orlando i don't it might be no i don't think it's orlando but in any case but whoever that person is you need to be spoken to yeah but he uh basically and they he has the video he had this uh fake obama um trimp r- ritualistically which is a very interesting word belittled him in yeah. this video and then fires him it's sort of a fantasy fulfillment thing and they and they filmed it yeah this is an adult man no he he did it so he could have it on replay mm-hmm. it wasn't so he could enough watch to, it. To that's his watch porn it. that's his porn him belittling and we don't and i haven't read mr cohen's book i don't know if he goes into detail about what belittling means but i think we can guess yeah um i want to see it it was supposed to be shown the first night of the republican convention in 2012 but apparently now what they're blaming in this article is that Mitt romney wanted time to talk or something Mm -hmm. but somebody was like no we can't also because he is the most popular president living president and it's probably not a great idea to do that for a lot of reasons but um that is sicko. And then it, to me, it, it links conveniently up with having prostitutes, the, ele- the allegations of the, having the prostitutes take. peeing on, yeah. on a, the bed that Obama allegedly slept on. That's the problem with all of the allegations against Trump is that they fit within behavior we all already know to be true because we witnessed it or it's been heavily you know, shown to have happened. Yep. Also, the House Democrats are investigating Postmaster General Joy over campaign finance allegations, which I looks like, hello. If you haven't seen these, we highly recommend you read these articles because this is when they say campaign. Here's the thing. When you say the phrase campaign finance um, allegations of impropriety, I think of, oh, maybe they didn't they didn't realize somebody was lobbyist. No, no, no. We're talking direct crimes. Yes. So it's been reported by the Washington Post that he asked employees to donate to certain political candidates with all Republicans and then reimburse them through bonuses, which is illegal. That's that's and he's been doing it for years to get to their maximum amounts and with and shamelessly. Like, for example, like he has everybody donate the exact the highest amount they can, which I can't remember the exact number, but it's I want to say it's like twelve thousand six hundred, something like that. And then the next day they get a bonus for twelve thousand six hundred. Like it is it is egregious and obvious. And in the Democrats are, and they, I don't know why they say the Democrats when they should really be saying um, the House of Representatives. And there were multiple former employees of DeJoy's uh, at his former company, New Breed Logistics, mm-hmm. New Breed Logistics, uh, said that they were asked That's to give money to Republican breed. candidates between 2003 and two, uh, 2014. 11 years. And let me tell you something. He's you know top, he didn't stop? No. He's a top donor. And this is the thing. This is what I, Republicans, I have to say, not only are you letting Trump implode your so-called party, but all of your scams because this guy's been doing this money scam for the republican party for years and now you've lost him that's right and everybody who has been doing it about to take a step back too bitch because let me explain something to you if you're one of the people who got who got pressured into doing this you need to come forward now yes so that you can be a witness for and not being called as a witness yes because this is these are these are felonies these are huge crimes and lastly, I want to get to this. Two things that are happening in terms of kids going back to school. Uh, Detroit Metro students are back in school. Uh, uh, and also this judge denies Des Moines Public Schools request for injunction on online learning plan. What I These are two communities of black and brown people. Mm-hmm. I live in Los Angeles. We my kid doesn't isn't going back to school because you know why? In here in California, we're not going to have that shit. 
No, not Los Angeles County. Not Los Angeles County. Not rich people. No. R- rich, rich white no, people going not going to have it. they when their kids go back to school. That's and right. Francis, I'll tell you this, from the very beginning said, I'm going to wait and see what the rich people are doing. At, from, from jump. And they were like, we're not going back to school. She's like, so Abby not going back to school. That's right. This is, But they will try this out on Detroit because it's overwhelmingly a city of, of, of poor people. Yep. Poor black and brown people. And, and going back to the whole of uh vaccination virus trusting being able to trust public health what i see here this is no as far as i'm concerned it's like the tuskegee uh not tuskegee but uh, yeah the, the yeah. yeah the experiments the Tuskegee, yeah yeah because at the end of the day you're experimenting on black and this brown people this was experiments about syphilis that um where they injected black men with syphilis and let them die. Yep, and and just let it run rampant. Just to see what would happen. Just to see. And I believe that this will be called, again, the government experimenting on black and brown And I'm getting sick of this, too. We were just watching it in the news. I'm getting sick of people saying, you know, they talk about the disproportionate, the communities being disproportionately affected, but they never give you the the follow-up reason. So I think that there are a lot of people walking around this country thinking the virtue, because there's this fundamental misunderstanding that race is a false category, that the race is human, that we're all humans, that that there isn't, that black people and white people are not dramatically different in some biological way Mm -hmm. that is in any way relevant, that there are, yes, there are certain biological realities, but none of this means, like, you can't do any blood or we're not mm-hmm. the same kind of human being we're in the same genus we're in the same group so but this false ideology that we've put forward that there's some sort of fundamental biological difference between people has lended itself to this being a problem so people tend i think think that if you're black or brown you are more likely to catch this and not understand no if you're black or brown you're more likely to work in the jobs that's not right. have had the preventative care not have had not have access to the ppe that it's the it is the social uh, socioeconomic realities of being black and brown in this country that make these communities more susceptible not something inherent to black and brownness exactly and that exactly. that can't be said enough because can't I think be, it's giving these white people a false sense of safety. And, and when you have a judge who denies and makes kids go into a classroom, classrooms that they're going to get Why sick in. Why don't you in, go first? This is my position. Thank you. Thank Trump, you. Trump, you think kids should go to school? Then you go. You go sit in the classroom all day with whatever they have, just like you're one of those kids. We'll even give you a big chair. We won't That's make you right. sit in a little chair. That's right. Like, but until you are willing to put yourself and your child, what happened? We were on a set yep. where we were the stars of this pilot, and they were about to have us do a series of incredibly dangerous things. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at one of the producers who had just had a baby fairly recently. I think that baby was under six months old, mm-hmm. I want to say. And I said, how about this? How about you have you, you and your baby do it first and then we'll do it. Yeah. And then that is when our day changed. That's and right. And suddenly we weren't doing it anymore because everybody was cool for us to, for do, us it. to do it. But when I said, well, you know what? You're right. I should trust you more. But you know what would really make me trust you? If you and your baby do this first and if you do it, then we'll do it. And they were like, you know what? I don't know if we need this shot. I was like, exactly. That is where I'm at. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. I want to thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com and at idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com and all the various other places you can leave messages. It says, uh, this is from Melody Art. Thank you. It says, uh, happy September from Frangela. That was because we sent her a video. And it says, lean all the way in. Thank you for the video, ladies. You always brighten up my day. And just between us, there have been plenty of times your podcasts and videos lifted me up when I really needed it. 
keep the good vibes coming. I'm sending them right back. Helpless romantics are still out here. I want that Nisi and Jess Betts kind of love. They're adorable. If you know anyone in the Jess range, please set me up. I'm 32 and still cute. I know you are, girl. Of course you're cute. Hugs and kisses, Melody. We love She's you. She's talking about leading about um, we um, when you, our Patreon uh, friends, we send uh, videos every month and stuff. And this video, we... We, it's we very tried. funny. It's really funny. I will tell you this. We may just have to put it up on YouTube because it's just really <laughs> funny. My sister called me and she was like, okay, this is really, really, really hysterical. <laughs> because as is usual, we keep it real, right? right. We don't, we're not editing. We don't make ourselves look any better than we are, right. whatever, which is clear when you see this. But I, we asked the question of, should I dye my roots? Which I know is, you're like, why wasn't this in the main part of the podcast? <laughs> this is a really big issue. Uh, because I am just, I've got that I'm scared by a ghost white hair thing going on. Like, and it's some of, I got those silver. Why does it have to be a different texture? I don't know, girl. But that's what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is from um, from our Patreon messages. This is from Peter D. Thank you so much. He says, good evening, ladies. I'm watching the DNC, and it just seems the perfect time to become a Patreon. Like many of your fans, I've wanted to figure out a way to support your intelligent and form of humor during these challenging times. But to be quite honest, it was the insight, perspective, and education that you gave me during this summer of protests that enlightened me the most. Thank you so much. I'll send you a longer note sometime that will probably only serve to give you more reason to be wary of this segment of your fan base. Mm. 65 and up, college-educated, suburban white male. But now it is time to pay attention and be reminded why I'm still proud to be a Democrat. You go. You go. So until Friday morning, let me just say thanks. Wish I could do more of Peter D. You have done Thank more you, than Peter. enough. Peter, let me tell you what this means to us, besides obviously helping us, you know, stay alive and live. It can be hard when we're all in our own little bubbles to feel like you're doing enough or like you're doing the right thing. And I think we that many of us struggle with that. Like, what what can I be doing? What should I be doing? And when we hear from you that we've made some kind of a difference, it makes it makes me feel, and I think it makes it you feel too. Yeah, like I am doing the right thing, and yeah. it's it's it, it can be the boost. It's our fuel. So yeah. thank you for writing us, and 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 thank you for writing us in whatever way you do. Please, yes. thank you, thank you. Uh, and now it's time for resistance wrap up, and we want to ask you if you're a family member of the sexy liberal family, uh, you may know, have known, or did know Cordell Garrett. And he was part of the sexy liberal family for years. He's been a he's been a friend, um, oh. Stephanie Miller, and the the Mooks and the family for as long as we've been there. Exactly. And um, Cordell Garrett is um, was a wonderful, wonderful person who was funny and challenging. Yes. And he was raw and raunchy and. It's had really bizarre. He and... had amazing dreams, and he never lets go of them, even facing really really hard challenges and things he never he was never he never gave up on those dreams no and and that's one of the things when we found out we heard that he passed away he transitioned on september 3rd and um from covid and as is the case in many of our lives his family and and friends they're trying to pay for his funeral and 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 we if you have anything i mean a dollar anything is yeah. helpful because if if everybody listening gave a buck or to one to five dollars it would really help that would that could probably cover his funeral and and that could really help all the people's you know trying to make that happen at a time when it's just so hard and we want to do right by our people and the people we love yeah so um if you can go to we've put it up on twitter and facebook but there's a gofundme and it's uh it's a gofundme 
facebook.com backslash f backslash funeral dash arrangements dash for dash Cordell dash Garrett. So if you, I think if you just go to GoFundMe, you put in funeral arrangements for Cordell Garrett, you should be able to find it. If not, write us. We'll, we'll try to get yeah. there and look on the various sites. Also, um, the funeral home that, that, that is dealing with his services is Hunter's Funeral Home. Um, if you go to huntersfuneralhome.com and look under obituaries, you'll find Cordell. And, you know, he's somebody who wrote to all of us, I think, in this community often. Yeah. And that when he passed his last communication, he, he was just tired and he thought he was just taking a nap. Yeah. And it's really sad. And he's somebody who, no matter how bad he felt, he was in this community for other people. So yeah. we know it's, it's not a normal thing. But if ever, if you can, even if you can just put up a message or a memory of him, I know that would mean so much to his family. Yeah. And to him, you know, it's yes. like, you know, Cordell was the, you know, he just was in there and he was, you know, fantastic. And on he got everybody's attention. He did. He just did. And I just I, I think that for a man that we never met personally, not in the flesh, in the flesh, you know, he has affected so many people in this community. And so I feel like we have a responsibility to do right by him. That's right. And I mean, and if you don't, if you don't have any, if you don't have the resources to share right now, we totally, everybody so, understands that. Even just a good thought, a you good know? thought. Cause I could go to the funeral home and there's a place to put up memories and thoughts. And I know that his family and friends would appreciate hearing from from people who who interacted with him and anything you could say that might even bring a smile to their face would be really lovely and i think it goes a long way to to healing yes 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 i'm francis Callier. i'm angela v shelton we are frangela thank you so much for listening to the, the final word and thank you and remember to write us at frangela08 at gmail.com and follow us at the social media at frangela duo that's d-u-o and a big thank you and we love you so much to our amazing production team gail and laura It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.